You are listening to the Failing Point podcast. Please enjoy this word from our sponsor, My Sauna. My Sauna provides excellent spaces for companies and private persons to arrange a meeting, negotiation, parties, or relaxation. If you're looking for a high-quality space for a specific event for your need in a capital area of Helsinki, go to the website mysauna.fi and explore more. Hi everyone, I'm Henna and I'm Julia and you're listening to Failing Point Podcast. It, it's it's not unusual that the companies just come and go. So I, I've seen many bankruptcies. Uh, also, one of my own father. Also, I, I've seen many of my friends had a bankruptcy. So it's it, it's a risky business, the construction business. Failing Point is a podcast about entrepreneurship about seeing challenges as opportunities and failures as steps to success. With a lineup of inspiring entrepreneurs sharing their hardships of their journeys and the lessons they've learned, we are ready to challenge the status quo of Finnish business culture. We all have a story to tell. Now it's time for Brave Talk. Hello listeners, it's Henna here from Failing Point. So today we have an interesting guest, Mr. Ansik Nuttila. Ansi has been an entrepreneur for many years and his passion has been to take the electrical installation industry to the next level. He enjoys complicated projects with his clients that challenge his electrical planning and problem-solving skills. As we get to hear, he is definitely not afraid of stepping out of the comfort zone and challenging himself just for the personal growth benefits. His earlier setbacks have made him stronger and perhaps even more determined to break the conventional paradigms in his industry to the benefit of his clients and colleagues. So sit back, relax and listen to what insight we uncover during the interview. Hello Ansik Nuttila and welcome to Failing Point Podcast. Hello, nice to be here. We are so, so pleased that you are our guest. How are you today? Well, it's been a busy day for me. I was uh, working in capital area and uh, also some sites in Lahti city where I live. So uh, I rushed into this meeting, but now I have the rest of the evening for you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's great to hear. So, yeah, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship is hard work and you cannot rest if like if you wanted to so let's get to business uh you have been an entrepreneur how many years now well i i took part in the first company when i was uh under 20 uh, I, i was 19 years old uh, i was uh, playing billiards in a pool hall and uh, i had a friend there who was uh, working with like all architectural drawings And uh, at the time, I was uh, already electrician, and uh, I made electrical drawings. So we worked together, and uh, the pool hall owner wanted to 
take part and invest <laughs> in our business. So he got involved and uh, the three of us founded the, our first company. Uh, it was quite nice where we signed the papers and uh, after signing the papers, the money guy drew like 6,000 euros on my hand and said that just buy everything you need. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, so, so it was a nice pay that just signed the paper and uh, off you go. Here's the money and make some more. So, and we did, uh, at the time we were, me and uh, the other guy, we were uh, studying in Helsinki. So, uh, we it was a company and we on which we worked uh, during like the night times and uh, beside the school. So it wasn't like a full full time job, but we we did something. Uh, it went on for something about a year, and uh, then uh, uh, there was an. Another friend of mine who wanted to buy my share of, because they he was also like a uh, architectural drawings guy, so I I sold my share of and that uh, they started working together. So that that was my first uh, touch in a like business where we sold and I actually made something and we sent bills and everything so. Uh, yeah, but you were quite young. Did you say yeah. you were nineteen? Yeah. So how Nin how was that like to nineteen year year old guy to be an entrepreneur back then? Well, I I didn't really think that much <laughs> because we had the people other people who who actually made made the billing and uh, founded the company. All I did was sign the paper and. Uh, of we went, so it was easy set up for me, and uh, the money guy handled all the all the business side. So yeah. we, just, we just sold and did the actual work. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Um, so what are you doing now? Oh, at the moment I'm uh, also in uh, electrical installations business and uh, electrical. Uh, whatever comes to with electrical installations, uh, planning, consulting, uh, project management. Uh, and we have a small company, so I also do the, some of the installations and sales, everything, everything. How old is the company? How long have you been in that company? This company, we've been working with this company for about a year now. So Okay. Uh, and it's it's going well at the moment. So and uh, the future seems bright. It's yeah, it's going up all, all all the time. So no worries there. Yeah, nice. Uh, that's nice to hear. Um, about uh, this failing point podcast, we talk about business and we also talk about failures in business. And we ask from all our guests, um, what do you think of failures in general in business? Well, I think that no one wants to fail, but eventually, whether or not you want, you will. Uh, uh, it's mostly that how you handle the failing. Also, the, you can fail so many times that not every 
fail is as critical as an as another fail. So you you can fail drastically, or you can fail like that. You can really survive it, <laughs> or you can fail just minimum. So, so that I, yeah. I don't know. But, it depends on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that eventually everyone will fail and it will cost them money or time or something. There's no perfect person or perfect company who doesn't fail. So. Yeah. What has been the biggest lesson you have learned? Um, if you think about those days when you were 19, starting up a company, and now you are here, you have a, a successful company now. So uh, based on all those years, what has been the biggest mistake? Yeah, well, I had my own electrical installations company. Uh, I run it for like um, four years. And uh, that ended quite that that was something that I I really look back and uh, I I think that that <laughs> damn that was the thing. So uh, all it went bankrupt after four years of existence. Uh, I I don't know what was actually well well at the time I didn't know what what actually happened, but uh, uh, now I know that uh, there there are some things that I really have to look when I go go to the future and do things so uh, for example how to trust people and uh, how to manage people and uh, also I was a bit young and a bit stupid compared to now so yeah what kind of things uh, are you talking about like um, precisely like what to look at now running a company well, uh, during my uh, time of uh, building electrical appliances or construction sites or everything like that, uh, there's been a lot of clients uh, who hasn't hasn't paid. So from now on, I I always check that that the client is capable of paying, and uh, I don't give so much credit as I as I used to. Also, when, when I have people working for me, I keep close eye on them. It's like a old KGB saying, so, trust but confirm. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, you have to trust people and you have to let, let them do their job. But still, it's up to you if you don't confirm that they, they actually haven't been working from seven to four but but they left early or something so it's it's that's my own fault if i have hadn't checked that hmm. that's actually really interesting um i'm going through a bankruptcy or my first company is going through a bankruptcy at the moment and i'm maybe on that stage that i'm thinking of what are the things that went wrong and led to the bankruptcy and I think I'm not quite sure yet, but um, trusting the wrong kind of people is definitely one of the things that led to the bankruptcy. Yeah, I think that during my career and uh, I've been working for about 15 to 
18 different companies uh, or working with uh, with those companies uh, after my own uh, own business and before that so uh, I, I think that uh, I met with many people who no, now later on I think that I couldn't have trusted so, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, but in Finland it's um, I think that you have to have the papers for everything when you start working business with someone else. Yeah, that's true. I was wondering, like, what kind of qualities do we uh, look at um, in people nowadays when we have learned those lessons that not everyone is not like trustful, trustworthy. I like to think, uh, like, uh, if if someone is a like a person, I. I could be friends with and uh, use my time uh, with him or her uh, outside the actual work time. I, I think that those kind of people are the, the ones that I go with, with and uh, it's easy to do business with. Uh, but if it's uh, totally like a cold person or just business, uh, business, so it, it's easy for them or easy for me not, not to not not to like engage to the work yeah exactly and as you said that you don't blame anyone else but yourself like me too i don't i don't blame anyone else for um the mistakes i've done but it's um it's one of the factors for sure that uh, led to the bankruptcy to just um not seeing like deep enough with the with the people that I was working with. Yeah, I, the trust is a major thing when starting business with, with others. And uh, well, for me before it was very easy to trust people because I I like to think of people that they are good and they mean good for me also. But uh, turns out that many people aren't and. It makes you a bit cynical, and uh, it, it makes you want to live like more safe life, uh, or play safe with your business, so that you, when you get money, you put it on safe. You don't just grow and grow. Yes, you have to, to take things mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. What do you think about the fact that uh, many people are saying that friends cannot have um, business together? Because you said earlier that you like to think that those kind of people are the ones who... Well, I have experiences on both sides. Uh, First of all, uh, uh, I have friends uh, in Turku. They have this amazing business, uh, amazing uh, that they they do sales and they customer service, everything, telephone things, uh, also different kind of uh, like like sales door to door, and uh, uh, they have finances or and everything. So, and, but they're, they're, the whole uh, business uh, is based on like friendship. They don't work with. Uh, with other, with, with, they only work with people who they think they can be friends with, and uh, they also are. They, they, have, it's a very 
born community. I, I think it's more a community than a company, but still they make a very good, uh, very good revenue and a very good uh, profit. So uh, I, I, li- I really like those guys. And it's always uh, it, it's it's warm meetings with them and uh, yeah, a little too much like friendship than uh, actual running a running actual business yeah um is it hard to find the balance between the friendship and doing business together yes of course uh well on the, on the other hand you can say to your friend that uh, like more easily that you use do this but but still your friend can take it like uh no well i i do it later mm-hmm. honestly doesn't care <laughs> so so i'll do it later so it, it it's it's important to like have a have a good relationship with the people that you work with but uh, too much is too much mm-hmm. yeah what is the best thing um being an entrepreneur to you well for me it's always been like how i can handle my time uh, and uh, i can well i i have many Many people I work with, uh, and my phone rings all the time for work. So it, I, I can do what they, what I want with my time, but but also I have to be on the work all the time. So, but uh, I I like to do this. So yeah, do you like to think that it's your own choice that you are working all the time? Yes, yes, it is. And uh, but uh, luckily I have few employees now so I don't have to do everything by myself so yeah but, but the one thing I, I like the most is that well I work on construction so the work sites open usually about seven o'clock but I've said to everyone that my working hour starts at eight o'clock hmm. If I was working with someone else, uh, I would be waking up six thirty and going to the work site. But now everyone knows that uh, Ansi is not available. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Also, uh, if I feel a bit sick, uh, sometimes I just sleep a few hours more and. Uh, and try after that and most most of the time it works so that i don't have to skip the whole day mm-hmm. just skip a, skip a part of the day and then 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 i'm fine so i can manage manage my life better as an entrepreneur yeah and if i have a family days or i have a daughter so i have to spend time with and I get to spend time with her so uh, sometimes there are things that father has to do and it means mm-hmm. that I have has to be out of work so I can manage that easier and if I was employed I had to like <laughs> call the boss that can I get the vacation or something <laughs> yeah. so, so I, I don't like that people tells me what to do or what not to do. Yeah. You want to be free. Yeah. Of course it comes with a price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being, being free. But, but uh, 
uh, I'm I'm happy the way it is now. Yeah. What is the like the biggest sacrifice you have made being an entrepreneur? Uh, I think that uh, well, it, it wasn't intentional, of course. But uh, when I had the bankruptcy, uh, I, I took it. Uh, it it was tough for me. It, it was difficult time for for some time. So I I think I lost some friends during that because uh, I couldn't be seen or I was just I was just home home thinking about life what to, what to do next and where, where to go so uh, I really hate to think that I lost some people of my life and well no no one wants that yeah no one wants that yeah do you feel like it was your own fault you lost your friends because it was hard time for you and you were at home by yourself or well no no one wants to do the bankruptcy if you're same person <laughs> uh, so and I, I don't think uh, is it like my fault fault but um well, that happened. Of course, I didn't want that to happen. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I feel, the, I, I feel the same. And I hope that you don't blame yourself because it's a tough, tough situation and um, everyone reacts to it um, dif- in different ways. And yeah. And even for me, it has been hard, but I think that this podcast has actually helped me because I've been... Uh, around with so many people that has already gone through it so and I I can see that people go on and people create some new stuff and so yeah so I feel lucky in that way and um, but I can easily I can easily relate to that feeling that um, when something that kind of big happens to you you just need the time to be alone and and just think that what just happened and what to do next. Yeah, it's not that I made a bankruptcy and the next day what uh, you'll figure out what to do next. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't go like that. And, and uh, uh, but you, eventually you will get over it. It it will leave you some marks, and uh, after that you come out stronger. You're listening to Failing Point podcast about the highs and lows, failures and challenges of business life. Today's Failing Point guest is an amazing entrepreneur, Ansi Knuttila, who has a clear vision in his mind, leading the electrical installation industry to a more professional level. Listen in as Ansi continues to open about his journey as an entrepreneur and of all the struggles he has faced while pursuing his dreams. Do you think that it was kind of uh, a good thing also to go through that kind of experience? Uh, did you do you think that you gain something also? Yeah, I I did. I I I think that I'm a bit stronger now. I, I keep my own side during the meetings, and uh, when I face some some things that are 
pe people are really trying to just rip, rip me off or something like that. I don't uh, agree to them. So mm -hmm. I, uh, on the business side, I'm I'm a bit tougher now. So I and I will make sure that uh, I will get get like what I what I deserve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it like you have your self confidence has grown? Yeah. Yes. I I think so. Well, yeah. I, I think that later on, people were suggesting me that could you do it like this and uh, we will pay you that and uh, and nowadays. When people are trying to say to say like that, you should do it like this, and, and it, it doesn't suit me, so uh, I, I say that it won't happen. Okay, Ansi, uh, you are a passion. Can I say you are a passionate salesman? Are you? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, I, I always want to. I want to be off work size. So, so I, I can actually do do the sales. I I like people. Uh, I like uh, being in a meetings. That's where I drive. So I I, yeah. I get the kicks out of, out of those. Yeah, is it also about challenging yourself? That can you make the sale or things like that? Or is it about? Uh, well, most yes, it is. Um, when I was younger, I was uh, like really shy person. And uh, talking to the class or or, or a girl, it, it was hell. But, <laughs> but uh, I, I think that I managed managed to get uh, get more confidence during some teenage teenage time. And uh, it was through sports. And uh, also, I I just wanted to go to some to the tougher school where where there are mean kids so that you have to survive <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so i i went there instead of going to the same places with my bookworm friends so so it, it was uh yeah th those were the times where i actually actually evolved as as a person i i, I guess i could say so there isn't that many people that I know of who are loving the sales or selling. So can you explain once more what are the things that you love about it? It is first. It is the thrill uh, because um, before we started this uh, sales and marketing business with my friends, the famous friends company. Uh, um, one friend of mine who who was part of this uh, our company too, uh, he had a phone sales company, and uh, I I've always wanted to try because uh, you know, it's a cold call. You would just call someone and try to make the sale. So, uh, the first times when I tried it, I just went to this company and said that I'll do this for free. And a few hours I went what? calling. <laughs> there were some products that they sold. So I don't know. Well, it, it was kind of products that I knew a lot of uh, beforehand. So uh, I went there and they start picking up the phone and uh, 
or you, you put on the headset and everything comes via the system. But uh, it, it was the thrill. It was, uh, uh, it, I was really nervous uh, how to speak with people. And uh, when I heard the professionals uh, selling beside me, they were just so calm and they could mm. do everything. So, so it was a good uh, like personal growth experience. How to yeah. speak with people you haven't met before and try to get them by some. Yeah, so you want to uh, make out of comfort zone in a way. Well, yeah, yeah, that's where you you get the trails. Your heart will bounce and uh, you will notice that that's something different. And also to say, uh, during my life, I've been like electrician and uh, project manager and mm. something like that. So sales is uh, out of my comfort zone, but uh, well, I, I can still sell something that I know really much about. So mm. I like to re- refer me as a like technical salesman. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that is like I don't know anyone who will will uh, do cold calling for free because I personally don't like cold calling at all. So I have done it, but I don't that much like it. So well, yeah, it's an experience. And uh, when we had this our, our sales company, we also had phone sales. So uh, I did a lot of that because I liked it. With yeah, so electrical <laughs> electricity. Just deals to your own houses, so buy electric electricity. Yeah, but that is, I think that is very like, I'm amazed by your uh, willingness to grow and um, developing yourself and your skills. That is like, I think that is amazing. Yeah. Well, if you if you want to do sales, if you want to run a business well a bit of cold calling would be okay for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's that true yeah. yeah what about ansi uh if we talk, talk about leadership you have to lead your your employees and also of course yourself so what do you think about leadership in general well, i i've seen m- many types of leadership uh my my vision is that uh, me and my employees we work towards the common goal, uh, but we have our different shares to pay uh, while when reaching that. So uh, I don't like to be uh, upper or higher than someone else, or, and I don't like to think that anyone is lower than me. So, yeah, uh, I think that we are all, all valuable parts of the machine that uh, works towards the common goal. But I've seen seen the type types of uh, leadership that is, well, it's not leadership, it's bossing around. So mm. uh, I I don't like like that people comes and say, hey, you you do do this you do this because I say I so was it hard to find the group that you are working with the sales now like that that kind of group that are in balance and no one have to boss anyone yeah of course it's it's difficult uh, 
during my working years on construction sites, I've met many, many people, hundreds, mm. maybe thousands, something like like that. And uh, there are only few people I I look up to. Mm-hmm. You know, construction business, it, it is quite brutal sometimes. It's not as well managed as like um, other businesses. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's why the, even the tax office takes uh, where we have to pay taxes differently than uh, other other mm-hmm. industries. Yeah, uh, I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, well, for example, if I have an electrical installation company and I send bill to the construction company i send my bill without a tax but uh, still when uh, i get bills from like uh, from everything i bought for the uh, actual site or construction site uh, i i have to pay the taxes so that that means that the, your company's money is always on some paper somewhere Mm. Yeah. Because it's a big, big part of um, that twenty-four percent. Yeah, it is. I can, um, if I think about construction um, industry, um, if you will, um, the thing that I that is in on my mind is that it's like heavy pressure, like the sh- schedules. The timing, everything that like you are under a lot of pressure all the time. So, is that the challenging part of um, in like your business, or is it yeah, something else? Of course. Uh, now, when uh, people have phones and uh, they don't respond to email, that they will get a call five minutes later. Then, didn't you notice I I sent you an email? Mm. So, and and also the the well, construction sites when you build something there are, it it takes time if you build a concrete wall or something with concrete you have to let it dry by the the timetable stuff mm. well, well but that's also because of the customer's greed. They, they even want to pay someone just to make, make it faster. They pay, they pay pay more someone just to make their site faster, like yeah. ready faster. Mm. Is there a lot of competition in your uh, in your field? Of, of, oh, of course, and uh, it, it's, it's not unusual that the companies just come and go, so I, I've seen many bankruptcies, uh, also one of my own, but uh, also I, I've seen many of my friends had a bankruptcy. So it's it's, it's, a, it, it's a risky business, the construction business. Yeah. You, fail, you fail once, you probably won't survive it, and that's bankruptcy. Con- con- Mm. Yeah. Uh, do you lose all your um, partners and your customers if you do a bankruptcy? And that well, it, it depends how you treat them. Uh, for me, the people I work with, uh, 
now all my biggest customers they are from uh, previous companies I work with and those companies doesn't exist anymore of course I don't steal anyone's customers so so if, if you are a good person then uh, they will buy from you and it doesn't even depend on what what company you are on, just that, that, that the company is okay and legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's very much like personal personal business here. When when you get your own own face, uh, so so that people know that Ansi is the guy who can actually do things. Uh, then you you get the calls and you get the jobs. Did it take you long to build the customer base you have now? Yeah, well, I think that uh, I'm still working with the uh, same people I work with uh, on the same company I was when I was 19. So some of my earliest uh, earliest contacts I work with are during that time. Wow. So, so of course it takes time, time to build. And uh, as an electrician, you have to know very many people because uh, if the the construction guys, they they are on the sites all the time. But if there's smaller work site, the electrician comes once and maybe second time. And if the job is finished, so mm-hmm. just to employ one. Uh, electrician you have to have like 20 or 30 construction guys that the one electrician works with so uh, and you can also imagine that it's quite stressful because you have all the time about 30 work sites going on if you do the small business well Ansi, um one question came to my mind that what is success to you good question uh, well I think that I, I I've been successful on some parts that I actually want, uh, so that my phone keeps ringing when uh, even when sometimes I think that it's it's a bit slow. Mm. That then the phone rings and uh, it, it's not slow <laughs> slow anymore. So uh, I, I'm happy that uh, I'm in a position that I don't really have to stress about the actual like, getting the job but uh, what would be success for me well, what I'm aiming for is uh, I, I want to feel like uh, more more safe with uh, finances and mm. everything so that uh, I, I could have half year or one year worth, worth of uh, savings to have. I, so I, I know that I can pay employees and I can do everything even the customers doesn't pay so now even nowadays if I do a very big job and customer doesn't pay which sadly happens what <laughs> uh, then it could uh, stress out the company yeah yeah so, so uh, what I want is I, I I think that success is uh be being safe yeah certainty Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, what about uh, if you think about yourself um, in the future? Uh, what are the keys to success, and what do you want to accomplish? 
Yeah, I was just about to ask the same question. <laughs> yeah, we think alike. <laughs> well, I want to grow the company so so that actually the people on this industry really gets to know the real honesty. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Also, I have uh, other other things that I want to do. At the moment, I'm practicing coding, so uh, I I want to have uh, some side projects, but uh, I I still want to stay on the electrical installation business because that's where I've been since I was actually 14 years old. Oh wow! So I I want to change the field of electrical industry. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it I, does. I, I think that there are a lot of things that uh, are not done correctly or are done just stupid. So I want to change the way we actually plan and manage projects. That really sounds good. Um, yeah, that would be success for, success for me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, is there something you would like to say to our listeners um, that are maybe going through some challenges in their businesses at the moment? Well, you have to act fast. Uh, well, when something feels like uh, about the person or about the product or about business, that when when you get the first feeling that uh, something is not right, you you have to take immediate look at it critically mm. and uh, m- maybe take the d- tough decisions. Uh, also, I-, I should have made the tough decisions earlier, uh, but um, so don't don't waste your time on those. That's a good yeah. advice. One question came to my mind. Um, do you follow your intuition based on that previous question? You said that if something feels feels not right. Yeah. Well, I like to, when when I get a good feeling about something, I I, I like to see what what happens with it. Uh, um, most of the time, it doesn't pay you to try different things, and uh, then you see what what happens. Sometimes you can benefit a lot while just working with intuition. Thank you, Ansi. Thank you very much, Ansi. It was a pleasure to have you and we wish you all the best. You're welcome, I hope. You got something out of this. Oh, we got a lot. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we know that our listeners will too. Thank you for listening to the Failing Point podcast, which airs on Business FM every Monday at 8pm. You can also read more about our guests and listen to earlier podcasts at failingpoint.com. And remember, whatever you're trying to achieve out there, keep on grinding and never give up on your dreams.